Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. At Kroger, we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring you food that's fresher than fresh. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself. Because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com slash boost. Now that we have entered the Christmas holiday season, Cinema Gold is delivering you a review of popular Christmas film every Monday through Friday, from classics to new films. Today I'm diving into the classic... Christmas favorite. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast with your host, Larry Lease. Come join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood films and news. The stories and books of Dr. Seuss have enchanted readers around the world, seeing multiple generations enjoying the imaginative worlds that Seuss created in its playful, rhyming tales and colorful characters. Of the plethora of books that have been published by him, none is more famously known that than Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Since its original publication, released back in 1957, the children's picture book has received praise from its readers, becoming one of the more beloved and recognizable books of Dr. Seuss's library. Additionally, the book has received two adaptations in bringing to the Seuss's story of the Grinch and his wicked deed of stealing Christmas to a new media outlet. The first was the 1966 animated special, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The second iteration of the Seuss's book came in 2000 with a live-action adaptation titled How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which was directed by Ron Howard and comedian actor Jim Carrey playing the role of the Grinch. The difference between the two have been continuously debated, with many favoring the 66 TV cartoon over the live-action theatrical motion picture which did face mixed reviews from critics and moviegoers. Now, Illumination Entertainment, Universal Pictures, and director Scott 
Moser and Euro Cheney, Cheney present the third iteration of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas with the animated film The Grinch. Is it third time's a charm for this well-known children's story? Is it just simply a redundant holiday retread? And now on to the story of The Grinch. Christmas is fast approaching and the residents of Whoville are preparing for their annual Christmas celebration with jolly citizens like Mr. Bricklebaum promising the biggest holiday celebration in the town's history. Residing inside a nearby mountain lair is the Grinch, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, a cold-hearted individual who hates everything about Christmas, living in a disgruntled life with his loyal dog Max. Unable to avoid Whoville's enormous decorations and joyous Yuletide spirit, the Grinch decides to make a mess of things this year, preparing with help from Reindeer Fred to assume Santa's identity and planning to steal everything Christmas from the town, effectively erasing the seasonal cheer from Whoville entirely. However, young Cindy Lou Who is in need of Santa's magic, hoping to secure a special Christmas wish for her mother, who's overlooked trying to make ends meet for her three children. As the Grinch begins his plan, a chance encounter takes place on Christmas Eve night, and that could possibly change his surly demeanor forever. Now, like a lot of remakes, there's the good and the bad. I'll be the first to admit that I do love the Christmas holiday season. It's true, I love it all. The decoration, the house, the Christmas tree, the presents, the gathering of family, friends, Christmas dinner, the holiday music. And of course, the Christmas themed movies out there. Of course, I do have plenty of my personal favorites Elf, Polar Express, Home Alone, Die Hard, Office Christmas Party. Definitely have more out there, but those are the ones that I do watch a lot during the holiday season. Of course, I've also watched the classic animated TV specials as well, including 1969's Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and more. Like many, I personally do love the 1966's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Maybe because it was directed by Chuck Jones in a similar style of animation of other Dr. Seuss cartoons, or that it was a short and sweet story that captured the essence of Seuss's work beautifully. Or maybe that it was narrated by Boris Karloff. Plus, who could forget and not fall in love with the classic song You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch? However, 2000's How the Grinch Stole Christmas was a mixed bag of sorts. Despite the movie being directed by Ron Howard and starring comedian Jim Carrey as the Grinch, the movie just felt pretty blah. I didn't like a lot of that added material to the story. Maybe because Seuss's world is so wacky and goofy, it's best to visually see as an animated cartoon project and not so much a live-action one. Nevertheless, of the two, now the Grinch Little Christmas adaptations, I prefer the 1966 version over the 2001. Naturally, this brings us to talking about 2018's The Grinch, the third iteration of Dr. Seuss's classic tale. I remember when they announced they were going to do a feature-length movie of the classic holiday picture book, and was a bit skeptical, especially after 2012's The Lorax, which felt lackluster and stretched its source material a bit too much. So as you can imagine, I wasn't too keen on another Seuss-centric theatrical cartoon endeavor. However, after seeing the film's various movie trailers, I was kind of interested to see this movie as the film, given what was presented in the trailers, looks promising. Plus, the animation for the feature looked great, so I decided to see this movie in theaters, hoping that it would give 
animated film for the studio. Recent track record proves that, as well as doing justice to Dr. Seuss's beloved book. So what did I think of it? Well, I really liked it, despite some minor criticisms. The Grinch is a delightful and modernized retelling of Seuss's cherished holiday tale. Thanks to some tweaks to the narrative, their overall animation, and some simplistic nature of the 66 cartoon movie, is definitely more refined than that of the 2000 live iteration. The Grinch is directed by Scott Moser, who has a background of being more of a producer, most notably in several Kevin Smith movies, and Nero Chaney, whose background with Illumination Entertainment has seen success. Together, the two co-directors approached the movie with a kid-friendly approach with their massive, with their intent to direct, to be directed at the juice box crowd, if you know what I mean. Thus, the Grinch as a whole has a certain family-friendly feel throughout the movie, meaning that the film isn't too dark or too complex, which in the case of trying to translate a kid's picture book into a feature, is sort of a good thing. Basically, it's best to just simply streamline the picture to fit its demographic, and both directors succeed in that regard. In conjunction with that idea, the two directors keep the feature on point throughout the film's runtime, which is only 86 minutes in length. That means the movie doesn't get bogged down in trying to overstuff the narrative, keeping everything basic and sim simple, very much like the original story. In addition, the film script, which was penned by Michael Lesseur and Tommy Swartla, also ceased to try and modernize Dr. Seuss's story by adding a few tweaks to the narrative, most notably in trying to humanize the Grinch and coming up with a little backstory. Yes, he still is a being who has a heart two sizes too small, but this iteration of the Grinch is a more empathetic one and not much just simplistic evil creature who hates the joy of Christmas. project this Grinch to be more of an isolated individual with the idea of rejecting others before he can be rejected by them, thus becoming hurt by being left alone. This along with a backstory as to how it all happened gives us more insight into the character than prior iterations, which I think is a good thing for the lesson that the Grinch must learn is touching and heartfelt adding a bit more than the classic thematic message that Seuss is intended for the character. While the Grinch does have a lot of positive aspects in its execution and undertaking, there were a few, a few minor problems that I had with the film. One most notable is the fact that the movie is remade again, given the reception how for Ron Howard's 2000 live-action version one, it's clear that many out there still do love and adore the original animated TV special. In addition, the movie more or less doesn't really add anything to the classic story that drastically changes the narrative, which might be viewed as slightly redundant in translating this 2018 iteration. The new material added does shine a light more on the character Cindy Lou Who, and her mother, which gives them a story arc in the movie to follow. However, it seems a little bit half-baked and doesn't really follow through as much as the director's intended. Thus, their character path comes up as more padding for the justification of making a Sioux story into a full-length animated feature. 
personally, all these problems didn't bother me as much as I expected an animated studio to eventually produce a newly cartoon feature of the classic. And to be honest, I kind of like how the movie doesn't really add that much of new material, which keeps the film streamlined and never feels bloated with unnecessary plot threads and characters. Plus, I do like how the movie modernizes certain aspects of the familiar suit's tale. Thus, I look at it more of a positive than a negative, and yet, it's still a minor flaw in the film. The major players in the movie are mostly supporting ones that fill several important sequences throughout the movie. Most notably, of course, is the character Cindy Lou, who is played by actress Cameron Seagull. She does a good job in voicing the famous little girl, especially during the poignant scene when she and the Grinch come face-to-face on Christmas Eve night. Sidney Lou's mother, who is voiced by actress Rashida Jones, and Jolly Whoville citizen Mr. Brigglebaum, who is voiced by actor Keenan Thompson. These two characters aren't super important to the narrative story, but just run out the edges of it in order to fill out the movie's story for me. So my final thoughts on this film. Dr. Seuss's classic holiday story gets a new animated treatment in the movie, The Grinch, and the director's latest animated feature endeavor for Illumination Entertainment sees a classic kids book under new cartoon light by modernizing and tweaking the tale for a new generation of moviegoers. While there are some minor problems, the movie ultimately is a rousing success, providing enough family-friendly nuances some holiday glee with its soundtrack, beautiful animation, all-around solid voice acting talents, and keeping the narrative mostly focused on Seuss's original story. Personally, I love this movie, while there were a few minor problems with the film, I felt that the movie itself was definitely heartwarming and entertaining, which is something I personally wasn't expecting. Basically, it was short and sweet, but it needed to be. Plus, Cumberbatch was excellent in the role as Grinch. That's my recommendation for the movie, without a doubt, is highly recommended. One is it's something worthy of receiving in theaters, and considered a modern classic for the whole family. In the end, while well, it still might beat out the original 1966 animated TV special, The Grinch is a delight and charming modern retelling of a holiday classic that surely will enchant moviegoers and speak to the thematical message of holiday cheer and togetherness. Thank you for listening to the Cinema Gold Podcast. If you want to become a supporter, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Follow us on Twitter at cinemagold2 and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cinemagoldmovies. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 